Hello, everyone. I hope your day is going well. Um, we took a look at last week on our midweek class study um, on March 1st was 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. Um, again, that would be 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. So if you want to take a second and read through that passage, um, just hit pause on your phone or your player there and um, take a look at it. And then get back with us, and we'll talk a little bit about this passage, which previews really, really well what we're going to look at um, in our next time together. So go ahead and take a look at that passage. Give you a second to do that. Okay, hopefully you took the time to read that passage of Scripture. And as you will see, um, Paul is talking about the treasure that we have within us in these earthen vessels. The earthen vessels he's referring to is is our bodies. Now, once again, chapter 4, um, even somewhat into chapter 5, Paul is, is talking specifically, most specifically, when he says we, when he says us, about him and his fellow apostles. But there are parts of this that we can definitely take um, from um, his reference to him and the, his fellow apostles and apply it to us as well. And one of those ways is this, the divine treasure that we have, the treasure from God that we have in these bodies that we have. Um, and this treasure, uh, if you look very closely, we can see that that treasure defined um, in uh, the previous verses in chapter 4 where it talked a lot about light, and specifically the light that comes from God and the light of the gospel within our lives. So the light of the gospel, the gospel within us in these earthen vessels. Um, basically what it amounts to is this treasure, this this light of the gospel is eternal, it is, uh, it is powerful, it is beyond us, and we carry it within our bodies. The apostles specifically carried it within their bodies, and they were, just like us, they were expendable. Um, so the, the reality of this power within something as expendable as our bodies is, is, is brought about only by the power, as verse 7 says, only by, by the power of God. Um, and then um, Paul goes on in the next few verses to talk about the contrast between the suffering of the apostles and their preservation. Um, this is something kind of similar in 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Um, he talked about everything that he and his fellow apostles had endured, um, and he used it there to kind of shame the, the Corinthians because they were a very proud um, the pride was an issue, and they looked down their noses upon Paul as well as some of the other apostles when there's no way they should do that because of what the apostles had endured. Here, this is a little different. He is He's drawing a contrast between the way the apostles suffered, and yet God preserved them through that suffering. Um, and the ultimate preservation is, is the triumph of, of life, eternal life now. I'll get into that a whole bunch into chapter 5, so I don't get the cart in front of the horse too much here. Um, now, when it does, talking about the sufferings of the apostles, Paul and his fellow apostles, it seems like they very much, uh, they receive more than their fair share. Um, I can We can think of many times from the book of Acts that we've been studying on Sunday mornings where the, uh, where the apostles, Paul specifically, suffered greatly. Um, as we continue on through this um, and move into the last part of chapter 4, it sets up very well what is coming in chapter 5, talking about the affliction, the suffering, the trials that are experienced. Those are momentary. Those are, those are, those are just um, temporary. But um, what we receive through Christ is eternal. 
And Paul says again at the end of this chapter, he uses this, we do not lose heart, just like what he used at the very beginning of this chapter in, in verse 1. We do not lose heart. And and the we do not lose heart, uh, those are connected. Um, the reason Paul says in chapter 1 that he does not lose heart, he and his fellow apostles, is because, first of all, because of the truth of the gospel, Secondly, that we have access to the gospel, access to the gospel because of God's mercy. For these things, we do not lose heart. And he goes on to say how, in on the inside, he's being renewed day by day by the truth of the gospel, by the power and the promise of the gospel. And he goes on into verse seventeen, and he talks about this momentary light affliction. He says, "For momentarily light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison." And he's talking about here the the momentary light affliction of the apostles. Let me just give you an example of what Paul would call light affliction because it is it is probably not what we would call light affliction. In 2 Corinthians 11 verses 24 through 27, we get a little bit of an example of what Paul has endured to this point. Um, and there was more coming for him that he would have to endure for Christ. But to this point in time, um, this is what he says. Again, this is chapter 11, verse 24 and following. Five times I received from the Jews 39 lashes. Three times I've been beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I've spent in the deep. I've been on frequent journeys in dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my countrymen, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brethren. I have been in labor and hardship through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposure. That's what Paul has experienced to this point. Is there any one of us that would call this light affliction? Um, there is no way. And this word light in the Greek, the word behind it is elephros. And what it means is this, easy to bear. In other words, Paul bears these things easily because of what is to come. He says these light afflictions... They're nothing compared for us. They are they are producing for us the eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. This weight of glory. This is pretty interesting. This is kind of a play on words that Paul would know very well because Paul was a Hebrew. Paul was a Pharisee. Paul was a Jew. All right, and he knew the Old Testament text and knew the Old Testament language quite well. The language of Hebrew. In Hebrew, the weight word weight in Hebrew and the word glory in Hebrew both came from the same root. Um, so this weight of glory is, is a powerful way of saying So what he's basically saying is this. Coming glory is so weighty that the present suffering seems light. All right? This coming glory that is far beyond all comparison. Paul is being redundant here and beyond, far beyond. Um, those, are two, those, those words mean the same thing if, if you think about it, far way out there, beyond, way out there. And he says, this glory far beyond all comparison. Um, so what Paul is saying here is, no, it is. he's not saying what he has endured for Christ is easy, but in comparison of the glory that is to come, it seems light. It seems easy to bear. So from this, Paul will move on into something really, really cool. He'll start talking about what is visible. What is visible in life is temporary. What is invisible is eternal. And that's the theme that we're going to run with next week into chapter 5. And on that note, um, we'll be having class tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock um, in the sanctuary. It'll, we'll be covering 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 10, 
are 1 through 10. Again, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1 through 10. If you want to get a little bit of a preview and, and get ahead of everyone um, for that night, that's what you need to take a look at. Um, class at 7 o'clock. Prior to that, we will have, um, we will have supper at 6 o'clock, and this cl- classes will be for all ages. We'll have classes throughout the building, throughout the church property for, for all ages. So no excuse not to come. We'd absolutely love to see you tomorrow evening. And that again, that is March 8th, March 8th. Hope you have a good rest of your day and hope to see you tomorrow evening.